To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Graham Stewart covered the huge, the massive 1953 tour, Royal Tour of New Zealand. He was New Zealand Herald's photographer and he joins us now. Good morning, Graham. Uh, good morning, Nick. So you worked for the same company we worked for, the New Zealand Herald, back in <laughs> 1953, huh? Yes, I was a, a young and 21-year-old at the time, and I was assigned for many of the events that happened in 53, including the, the day Her Majesty with the Duke of Edinburgh arrived in Auckland on Royal Yacht Gothic, uh, which was a Shaw Savile and Albion line ship which had been used for the tour, and it had been painted white all over for the tour. Uh, and, and looked upon as the Royal Yacht, referred to as Royal Yacht Gothic at the time. Oh. And, and could I say, the day before, we spent on the wharf going through a rehearsal. This is the press. We weren't called the media in those days, of course. The press uh, was the Royal New Zealand Navy's Guard of Honour. And we went through her arrival twice with the... Uh, Naval officer in charge, Auckland, deciding that he would sing out or squall out. The time is now, whatever. Uh, Her Majesty disembarked from Royal Yacht Gothic. And, of course, there'd be the Royal Salute. And it helped us a lot because cameras in those days are very different to what they are today, as you can understand, because we're using very large cameras with, with uh, magazines on the back that only held 12 exposures. And when you took a photograph, by the time you changed the slide and recocked the shutter, uh, that was the only chance you got as Her Majesty walked by. Very different to that today's technology. Have you kept any of those f- photos, Graham? Yes, I've kept a few. I have a few. I have one, uh, which was interesting, because uh, Her Majesty allegedly uh, was not well during the latter part of the trip. She then gossip struck rough season. She didn't smile much on her first days in Auckland, and I happened to go to Puka Curry, um, where Her Majesty suddenly burst into a lovely smile, and the crowd, you know, really warmly gave her so much greetings and she had a, a lovely um, bouquet of uh, roses and many years later the photograph was used all around the world at the time and back in the 1990s 1994 to be exact the New Zealand Post issued a series of stamps on New Zealand in the 1950s and the $1.20 stamp uh, they uh, they used my picture of him to see a book of curry in those days, so that was quite a nice sort of. That's an amazing story. Did you get Did you get royalty for it? Not a penny. Right. <laughs> but can I go on? Uh, when Her Majesty celebrated her golden jubilee in 2002, uh, BBC One uh, came out to New Zealand and interviewed me. And there was also there was a, for a television series over there. All their advertising material uh, used this photograph, which was quite splendid, considering they were covering the whole Commonwealth and the British Empire. And uh, William Shawcross, he wrote a book called Queen and Country. And uh, knowing you were about to ring me, I got out the extract, and he said, Cossack docked in Auckland on a drizzly day. 
but this did not diminish the enthusiasm of the crowds. Full stop. Graham Stewart was a young photographer sent by his paper to capture the moment the Queen stepped ashore. He described her arrival as like the second coming. And it was so true, Nick, it was so true. At the time she stepped ashore, all the church bells right around Auckland, you could hear the bells pealing. Wow. It was such a magic time Graham, in our history. Gra- Graham, the history lesson that I have learnt on that tour, because that was her first tour of New-, of New Zealand, was the size of the crowds. There's room, you know, not rumours, there is speculation that two out of three Kiwis, the whole population, two out of three, actually saw her. I would not uh, challenge that at all, Nick. I think you'd be right on the ball. Of course, I I had to leave the Royal Tour abruptly for a couple of days because I motored south and covered the sad sad chapter in our history of the Tangaway Railway disaster at the time. Uh, But then I went back on the tour again. But uh, I, I have so many warm memories, and I covered her again when I was doing my country service and in Hawke's Bay in 63 when she arrived there on Rolliot, uh, uh Britannia. Britannia, Britannia. And I said in 58, I was privileged to travel with the Queen Mother and I met her, a lovely lady. Uh, there was no such thing as what you call the paparazzi of the day. I mean, with the Queen Mother, I spent a fortnight with her, presented to her at Government House when she arrived. Uh, she, um, I mean, if her skirt blew up around the neck, we would just not take a picture. We treated her as if she was our own mother, and Graham, rightly so too. Absolutely. Graham, as a journalist, it was your job to observe, right? So I want to know Correct. what your observation of Queen... Give us, give our listeners your observation or your thought of Queen Elizabeth II. Well, <laughs> well, she was a queen, as you know, and we just all idolised her. She was so nice to us and... You could tell that she was looking sideways to say, have you got your photographs for this? You know, you know, and all this. And so regal. Uh, I, I mean, I have so many loving memories. And like yourself this morning when I heard that she'd passed on, which wasn't that unexpected, uh, I, well, I was very sad. Yeah. Very sad. It's been part of my life, or most of my life. I was 21 when she came to the throne, admittedly. And I've met Charles. I met him in the 90s when I was a, a trustee of a... Um, of a um, Graham, can I ask a, a you... Can I, here in Wellington. Can, can I be extremely rude and, and tell me none of my business if you want to? I'm quite... I know if you're a female, I wouldn't be asking this. Can you tell me how old you are? Uh, well, put it this way, I'll, I'll do a trick question here. I'm six years, uh, four, five months, six years, five months younger than the Queen. So you're 90. Good on you. I I'm went... about to be. I'm, a, I'm 90 this month. How, how good's my maths? Pretty quickly, Graham. I was pretty good. That wasn't uh, actually, I? Actually, I'm absolutely amazed at that. Uh, <laughs> I mean it, Nick, because I, I, I had to sit my driving licence recently and I was scared out of my mind. I had to answer a lot of mathematical questions. I'm absolutely hopeless at maths. Can I tell you one other story then, Graham? Do you know yes. that Queen Elizabeth is the only person in mm. Great Britain that can drive without a driver's license. She's never had a driver's license. Now, you can't tell me you've not seen her drive. She's always in a Range Rover driving, or has been. 
She does not and never has had a driver's license. Graham, there's there's my fact of the day. Graham, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Uh, happy birthday coming up. I'd love to talk to you again at some stage. We'll uh, we'll keep your number and keep yeah, your contact. I'll, I'll tell you something else. I did meet Princess Alexandra years ago with her husband Ogilvy, and I could tell a few stories. But she was a lovely woman and very understanding, and just loved being in this part of the world. Graham Stewart, uh, an ex. Uh, Herald photographer. Wow, what a great story. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.